The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a player. So why not play at draft? Over 450,000 people have already done so. It's awesome. You just download draft on your phone, and you get to play in a real live snake draft in under five minutes, and they last just one week. You can join one right now for week six. The best part, you're playing for cold, hard cash, and your chances of winning, 80% better than on the salary cap sites. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code EVENMONEY. That's right. Play a real money game for free just by using the promo code EVENMONEY. Gets even better. Draft.com is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering my listeners, that's you guys, a money-back guarantee up to 100 bucks. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with promo code EVENMONEY. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby. Vegas recording a day early this week because, unfortunately, I have uh, a funeral to attend tomorrow. And so as we schedule some things out, we realize, you know what, we'll move it up a day. So we'll get into that a little bit, by the way, if, there, if a day makes a difference, Steve. Steve, by the way, is the star of the show. I think you guys know that. This is what he does for a living. He is a professional gambler. Think about that. It's crazy. Blows my mind, Steve, every time I think about it. He's at Fezzik Sports on Twitter and only at Fezzik Sports. There's a at real Steve Fezzik out there, which is an imposter that tries to take your money. Don't let him. At Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL, the former offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, had a blast, beat up my body pretty good, but that's okay. I'm 38, still no real job. Going for it as long as I possibly can. You guys know the deal. We love those of you that spread the word via social media. And if you ever, and I mean ever, first of all, we love those of you that retweet Steve or me or like what I post on Facebook or Brian, our producer at RTF Podcast. But also, if you ever take advantage of any of our sponsors like 
Bet Online, which by the way, today's show is presented by BetOnline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast with the best odds and the fastest payouts. If you ever take advantage of one of our sponsors, them or PlayDraft or ZipRecruiter or whatever, just send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com with whatever question you have for Fez and I'll ask him right here on the show. All right, Steve, let's get into it. Uh, it was not our best week. It wasn't a terrible week, Steve, but it was the first week in which you were down. Uh, you finished up down two units. I was up three units, and we had some some bad beats, some close calls. It was also the first week where we didn't win more best bets than we lost. We were one for three on the best bets. I like going through all of them, Steve, because I think it's instructive. By the way, before I do that, you know, we usually record this on Wednesday. Instead, we're recording on Tuesday. How much, if any, of a factor does that make for you in terms of what you know about these teams going into the games and or any type of line movement? Does does the difference between Tuesday and Wednesday typically mean anything? Uh, Well, I have more information on Wednesday, but the lines get sharpened up as the week goes along. So if you do your work early, I would prefer to be giving out picks early in the week. But I got to tell you that sometimes I uncover things. And so it's not unusual for me to be neutral in a game and then I'll like it later on the week. And every now and then, Ross, there might be one side I like on Tuesday and then I get an injury report and some further information. I might be playing back the other side. Uh, interesting. So, okay, let's get to some of these games. The, the first game that I bet was the Chargers. I had two units on the Chargers getting three and a half. That came through. Uh, the next one, you pass a lot of games, by the way, this week, Steve. And then the next one was Niners Indy. And I got kind of a beef here, Steve. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I had the Niners getting a point and a half, and the game went to overtime. Don't you think that if the game goes to overtime and you were getting points, that that should count as a win or at a minimum a push? Because I called it right. I had the Niners with a point and a half. The game ended. They won. They, I had the point and a half. I agree with you, and I think in soccer betting, you do get credit for it being a tie um, but the final score is what happens. Let me tell you, there are people who took plus seven and a half in college football in the overtime game that won seven overtimes that were sweating um, because the dog almost lost by eight. So uh, overtime, very dicey for underdog betters. It just stinks because it, it ends up being like a four-unit swing. You know what I mean? Like instead of being up two units for that game, I'm down two. Ugh. Brutal, man. Um, I put one unit on the Bills getting three. They lost by four. That stunk. Um, then we had our first best bet. We both took the over for the Jets and Browns. Didn't happen. You put one unit on. I put two units on. I'm a little surprised that the, the Jets only scored 17 points the way that Brown's defense had been playing, but Miles Garrett came back and helped them out. Now, I did have one unit on the Jets um, who were getting a point, actually, from the Browns, believe it or not. So 
I only ended up netting one unit down. Then for Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, we were both winners. I had two units on the Jags getting eight and a half, which obviously they destroyed the Steelers. You had two units on the under. Final score, 30 to nine. So we both got two units there. Then the, the only best bet that came through for us, believe it or not, Jay Cutler and the Miami Dolphins, because you and I both correctly figured that Mariota would not play and it would be Castle. I had two units on the Dolphins. You had one. And so we won that best bet. Then I took the over on the Cardinals and the Eagles. The Eagles did their part offensively, but defensively, even without Fletcher Cox, as well as Ronald Darby, they held the Cardinals to seven points. Then we'll get to Carolina, Detroit. You're going to have to explain this one to me. I passed the game, Steve. This was your teaser with Houston. I think you teased Carolina to eight and a, up eight and a half and Houston to get in seven and a half. Can you explain that one again to me? Yeah, at the time Houston was plus one and a half, we got an extra six points. So I lost on it by half a point when Houston lost by eight because even though Carolina won, the other team lost. So I wound up losing by half a point on my teaser. Got it. Okay, he has you as plus two there. So incorrect. I, that is a loser. Yes. Okay. All right. So then we got to correct that then. Um, Seattle, L.A., uh, we both took the over. Wow, didn't happen. Um, Seattle's defense came to play. Final score, 16 to 10. We weren't even close. You lost two units. I lost one there. And then Baltimore, Oakland. Uh, you had two units on the under. Uh, I had one unit on the Ravens. That one unit for the Ravens came through as they won 30 to 17. The, the total was 39. How about the Ravens scoring 30 points, by the way, Steve? Unbelievable. Yeah, and that game was over with the, um, uh, the defensive score, which put the Ravens up 14-0 in the first quarter. That game was basically done. Yeah, it really was. And then Green Bay-Dallas, uh, you took the Cowboys uh, getting two points. and uh, Or no, minus two, I guess they were. And uh, ended up missing out on that one as well. KC Houston, I put two units on the over, and that came through in a major way, 46 and a half. And then last night, it was the Vikings and the Bears. I put one unit on the Bears getting the three points. So that was a push. So for the week, I was up three units, and I guess that means that you were, he had you grayed out at negative two, Steve. Does that mean you were really negative four or negative six? Negative six. Okay, so you were negative six. So that means to date, I am at 24 units up, and you are at 29 units up. So, all right, you know, we had, uh, I had an okay week. You had a bad week, and let's bounce back and let's do better this week. Um, it's not like people are going to go out there and hire anybody else right now. And if you were, You'd go to ZipRecruiter, but you don't need to. You got Steve. You got me. We're both in the plus 20s so far in the season. But if you need to hire someone for your other job, like your real job, just go to ZipRecruiter. It's awesome. You can post your job to over 100 of the job's leading job boards 
with just a click. Then it puts the smart matching technology to work. Unlike other hiring sites, they don't depend on the right candidates finding you. It actually goes out and finds them. Here's the deal. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. You can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash even. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash even. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash even. All right, guys, let's start off for this week. Ross, Thursday Night Football, Philadelphia at Carolina. The Panthers, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Our total is 46. Right. I think Carolina is a pretty good bet to win the game, but I, I think the Eagles will be able to keep it close. I don't think Lane Johnson plays Thursday night. That makes me a little bit nervous. They did not play as well without him a year ago, but I'm still going to put two units on the Eagles because of them getting the three and a half points. I like that three and a half number. So I'll put two units on the Eagles. Yeah, I think that the Eagles are way too banged up and I am a huge believer that Carolina is not just the better team right now, but the much better team. I am buying that Carolina's back to their Super Bowl level play, at least close to it. I love what Cam Newton has done. Uh, I think Carolina wins by touchdown. Two units on Carolina. All right, Steve, on to Sunday. Cleveland at Houston. The Texans, nine and a half point favorites with a total of 44 and a half. Wow. Um, so Houston lose J.J. Uh, Watt. They lose um, Merciless, two of their three best pass rushers. I cannot bet Houston as much as I like Watson now, and I know I don't want to bet on Cleveland. i got to pass this game. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the way that Deshaun Watson's been playing, I, I like the over. I mean, the, the points he's been putting up, and with no Watt, no Merciless, I'll put two units on the over 44-and-a-half. All right, Ross, how about the New England Patriots? Again, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. They are at the New York Jets, 47-and-a-half. Yeah, you know, this is one of those deals where I think the Patriots probably win by double digits, but I don't like laying nine-and-a-half points. I, I really don't. The Jets have played decently. They're playing at home. I'd probably lean New England, but I'm passing this game. Yeah, so New England's got 10 days to prepare. I am not a believer in the Jets at all. I know they managed to win three games. Um, Jets have problems at running back with uh, their two best running backs injured, so I don't see how they're going to be able to take advantage of New England's defensive deficiencies. I would only lean New England. All right, Ross, Miami at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta minus 11 with a total of 47. Wow, man, that, that is no respect for the Dolphins. And it also, maybe part of that's the Falcons coming off a bye. Maybe part of it is how bad the Dolphins have been, clearly. And, and now they got this issue with their O-line coach getting fired. But 11 points. I mean, I don't know. I'm putting, I'm putting one unit on the Dolphins getting 11 points to just keep it to 10 or under. So one unit on the Dolphins for me. Yeah, I think it's a good spot for Atlanta to off the bye. I, whenever I watch Miami, I hate the chemistry with Jay Cutler. Totally unable to move the ball. I could only look to 
towards the uh, Falcons here, but it's way it's too expensive. I got to pass. All right, Steve. Detroit at New Orleans. The Saints, four and a half point favorites, with a total of fifty and a half. I like the Saints here. I've got Detroit as not just a below average team, but a good point and a half worse than an average team. Saints are in a good spot coming in here, rested, and I think that I don't know how healthy Stafford is. He's listed as questionable. I'm sure he'll probably wind up playing with not just one but two injuries, and frankly, I got the Saints as the better team, and if Stafford's not 100%, they should roll in the dome two units on New Orleans. Wow. Yeah, I mean, coming off a bye and, and they've been playing well, you're right, and I, I don't know, man. I, I was at that Lions game, and um, just going back to Carolina, boy, they, they did look good, and Matthew Stafford was really beat up at the end of that game, but Usually if a guy's able to finish a game, you know, they can have him heal, you know, just rest all week and I think he'll be okay. We'll see. I'm gonna pass this game, but I would I would probably lean with you, Steve. I'd probably lean New Orleans as well. All right, Ross Green Bay, three and a half point favorites at the Minnesota Vikings, total forty seven. I don't think we'll see Sam Bradford. I mean, not after what we saw last night where he looked like uh, my grandpa out there. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't believe that they put him out there in that situation. He looked awful. And the Packers will probably find a way to win this game against who I what I presume will be Case Keenum and the Vikings. But it's another one where that three-and-a-half number, it just feels like the, the Packers win a lot of these games by about a field goal. I'd probably lean Minnesota, but I'm passing this one as well. I was surprised by this line. came up this morning that uh, obviously Green Bay should be favored, but the num- number really should be two and a half, not three and a half. So I will s- most certainly go ahead and take the uh, plus three and a half on the Vikings with Case Keenum, who is likely. Uh, we'll go two units on Minnesota. All right, Steve. What about Chicago at Baltimore? The Ravens favored by seven. Total there is 40 and a half. Right where I made it, um, I got to give Chicago some credit for some very clever play calling. I was impressed with the fake punts. I was impressed with the two-point conversion. Wow, was that a great play call. Trubisky looks raw. He looks real good, and he looks raw. I know the touchdown pass looks impressive in the stats, but it really should have been intercepted. So um, I think the kid's probably not ready for a while. I'm going to go ahead and pass the game. Yeah, I want to go back, by the way, to that Detroit-New Orleans game. The more I think about it with Stafford a little beat up and the way the Saints' defense has been playing, and I think the Lions' defense is pretty good, I'm putting two units on the under 50-and-a-half. That, 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 that seems high to me, man. Two units on the under 50.5 on second glance for me for that Detroit-New Orleans game. As for Baltimore-Chicago, that's where I'll be. Everyone, please... Pray for me that they have crab cakes at halftime. That's always a highlight. Although, regardless, I love doing games in Baltimore. The food's always good, even if it's not crab cakes. Um, I think that number's about right. I I would actually lean Baltimore because this will be Trubisky's first road game. The Ravens major in getting turnovers. And I think they found a little something with their offense. Plus, it's the Bears' Coming off a Monday night game, a long game went to the end, you know, field goal at the end. I would lean Baltimore, but 
I just don't have enough faith in them to lay seven points. All right, Ross, what about San Francisco at Washington? The Redskins favored by 10 and the total 46 and a half. Yeah, I must be a glutton for punishment because the Niners are this year's Jaguars for me where I keep thinking that they're going to do it and I keep betting on them and I keep losing money with them. But 10 points. I mean, I think, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, I know the Niners are 0-5, but haven't they lost by three points or less in four of them? Yeah, I think that that's right. The last two games. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Niners. Give me the ten points, two units. I, I think they'll lose, but I, I think they'll stay within ten points. One quick note too before this game, I forgot to mention because we were talking about Chicago, and I know Brian's in Chicago. Um, I want to do a shout out, rest in peace to Skip Haynes, who was the songwriter for the song Lakeshore Drive, one of the greatest songs that you may have never heard. So um, that's um, I did want to disclose that and play Lakeshore Drive if you get a chance. On this game, uh, the problem with San Francisco, it's their third straight road game, and they lost the last two games in overtime, and Washington is rested. So you've got a huge rest advantage to the Redskins. My numbers made the number less, but because of the situation, I'm going to pass. All right, Steve, what about the L.A. Rams? Another West Coast team going east. They're at Jacksonville, two-and-a-half-point favorites for the Jags. Uh, Forty-three-and-a-half is the total. Yeah, but they, um, a late start time, so not as bad. I, frankly, I thought the Rams completely outplayed Seattle the entire game, and sometimes you just get unlucky. Sometimes you turn the ball over, so maybe you could argue that it's not 100% luck, but that girly fumble into the pylon was just ridiculous. Um, two equal teams. I have them slightly, both slightly above average. Jacksonville's home field worth about two and a half. That's right where the number is. I got to pass. You know, it's funny, Steve. When you first said "girly fumble," I was like, "Wow, that's that's kind of a a, a mean thing to say." You know what I mean? Like as if like it was a a, a man with a girly fumble, like a a wimpy fumble. I just wasn't paying attention was, that closely. It was kind of – it was a wimpy fumble, Ross, reaching the ball out <laughs> when you've got a first and goal on the six-inch line. You know, i got to say, like, like, players have to be taught on third down or fourth down, like, like Elliot did, reach the ball out and risk the fumble. Don't do it on first down. I wanted to get your thoughts, by the way, Steve. You are of the mindset, right, because I saw you tweeting about this, that Dak Prescott – should have gone down at the one-yard line. Is that correct? Oh, not even close. Feel very strongly about that. And, of course, they what do you mean not even close? What do you mean not even out. close? Um, if Dallas has the ball on the one-yard line, they should actually take a knee on first down. Make Green Bay use it. They've already, Green Bay will use their last timeout when they down it on the one. Then they run the clock down to 30 seconds, and they have three shots to score from the one with this great O-line and they probably get in the end zone, what, 85% of the time? They win the game 85% of the time. Or they can go up three with over a minute to play where they win the game maybe 57% of the time. That's interesting. Where did you come up with the 57% number? Uh, threw it off out on the top of my head. If I was live wagering and you said Green Bay's down three, they're getting the ball with over a minute to play, and the line was pick them, I'd bet Cowboys. But I would certainly – bet Green Bay if I was getting like plus a dollar forty, plus a dollar fifty. You know, I tweeted right after the Dak Prescott touchdown. 
I, I, I tweeted 99.2% chance that Aaron Rodgers takes the Packers down for a touchdown or at least a game-tying field goal. I mean, the, you, know, you just knew it was going to happen. Uh, the, real, the real issue to me, I don't know about um, – I, I, I understand what you're saying about Dak Prescott and going down at the one – on some level, though, I think like you you can't assume the touchdown because even on the fourth and one with Zeke, I mean he got stuffed. I credit him for reaching it out like that, but he got stuffed. The issue I have is when they threw the ball on second and one. That that was just and it was incomplete. That's the one that I have a real problem with. A real problem with. Um, anyway, what game were you on, Bry? Jacksonville, L.A. Yeah, I'm going to pass this game. I'd probably lean L.A. Rams getting the points because the Jacksonville Jaguars have been such an up-and-down roller coaster, and it's an even week, which means it's time for them to be terrible again. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay with the Jags. Uh, But I would lean with the Rams because they've been consistent all year long. All right, moving on. The Tampa Bay Bucks are at the Arizona Cardinals. Tampa Bay minus two and a half, a total of forty-four and a half. You know, now that I think about it, Bry, I'm going to put one unit on the under in that Jags Rams game. One unit on the under forty-three and a half, because I don't think either team's going to score that many points. Jags defense is really good, and you look at. Uh, the Rams, they played pretty well defensively against Seattle. So one unit on the under, 43.5. As for Tampa and Arizona, pretty interesting that Arizona is a home underdog to the Bucks. Says a lot. Arizona not playing well. I would lean towards Arizona getting points as a home underdog here. But I'm going to pass the game because I think the Bucks probably do win by about a field goal. Yeah, I'll put a unit on the Bucks here. I've lowered my rating on Arizona each and every week. That's um, some, saying something. They clearly were overvalued. I have them currently five and a half points worse than an average team. Tampa Bay has 10 days to prepare for this game. And, you know, Arizona could be 0-5. They, both their wins are in overtime. And I watched Carson Palmer against the Eagles as bad as it was, Ross. He threw three balls that did not get intercepted, that I thought should have been, he is done, as is Arizona. Was that a best bet? One unit on Tampa. No, uh, Ross, you just leaned no, Tampa, right? No, I didn't bet it. You did not. Okay, my apologies. All right, then, moving on. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. The Chiefs, four-point favorites with a total of 46. Wow. The spot is off the chart good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben, five interceptions. You know we're going to get Pittsburgh's best game. And Kansas City, although they are the best team in the NFL, they are really getting banged up on offense. I don't know what Kelsey, if, what his status is. I don't know what their number two wide receiver status is. You've got to feel that their rookie running back at some point is going to come back down to earth. So although Kansas City's been the best team, I wouldn't forecast them to be the best team going forward into November. But right now, I do have them at the top of my ratings, and I can't trust Big Ben. I can't trust a quarterback that's talking about retirement seemingly on a weekly basis, internal conflicts with the whole anthem and everything going on with Pittsburgh. I'll pass the game. 
Yeah, this is another one I'm going to pass as well, but I would lean Pittsburgh. You know, they have a tendency to bounce back from turmoil like this. Uh, Ben already saying on the radio today that he thinks he's one of the best to ever play the position, making it pretty clear that he doesn't have doubts in his ability and doesn't think he, he was just frustrated after the loss and after the game on Sunday. But the Chiefs are just playing too well, man. I, I, I would lean pretty heavy Pittsburgh, but I, I can't put units on I, I I can't trust them. And the Chiefs have actually been very consistent, so I'm passing that one. The Chargers are at the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Oakland minus three. Uh, the total, though, is off the board. I never understand this. And, Steve, we've talked about it before. You have to explain. Now, we think Derek Carr will play, okay? But why would they have a line and no total? You, you can't tell me that you think Carr's status affects the total but doesn't affect the line. Yeah, they're worried about getting hit with correlated parlays, Ross, where someone will come in and if there's a side and a total – say, you know what, I'll play the Chargers plus three, parlay to the under, and then if Carr is out, you get two great bets that are super correlated together. So that's why the books will put up a side but not a total. Oh, okay. That makes sense to me. Um, At any rate, though, Chargers got a win, I think, which was good. And I don't know about the Raiders, man. I mean, that defense doesn't look good. They can't run the ball. They've got, you know, we'll see how Carr plays coming off an injury. If, in fact, he plays, I'm putting two units on the Chargers. Because even if they lose, they'll lose by three, and I'll push. Because that's what the Chargers do. Yeah, I agree with you in theory. And I probably will be on the Chargers. But I'm because Carr was lobbying to play last week against Baltimore, and as bad as the Raiders were with Manuel, I really think he is going to play. And the second he gets reported in, that line's going from three up to five on Oakland, I think. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait, um, and we'll make the Birdman's job a little more difficult for grading. If Carr plays, put me down for the Chargers at whatever the line is at post. So Sunday morning, because I think it'll be well north of three. So I think that's close enough, and, and that would be two units if that happens, which is very likely. So, Bri, put me down for a very likely best bet. All right. Sunday night football, the Giants at the Denver Broncos. Denver minus 12, low total of 40 and a half. So huge line move, open 10, up to 12. I certainly agree with it. If we saw anything from the first couple weeks of the season, it was that the New York Giants, without their wide receivers, cannot move the ball. We saw the 19-3 to loss to Dallas, the 20-34 to loss to Detroit. I think both of those are by more than 12 points. Well, now their top four wide receivers, not just Beckham, are all injured. I want no part of the New York Giants, nor do I think that they're a team with character that sometimes you rise up with cluster injuries like that and everybody else plays harder. I will lean to the Broncos, but I'm not going to lay 12 in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not leaning. To, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving out 12 points either. But you're right. I would probably lean Denver also. I mean, I. I don't know, man. And that's the Sunday night game. Oof. That's see. That's one where I wish they had the early flex because that's that's brutal. I mean, that's not. It's not what you're looking for. I'm, I, you know, what do you think? I, I guess I'll just pass the game. I was going to say what you think of the total, but 
I don't see how the Giants score any points. So I'm going to. In fact, you know what? I'm going to put. I'm going to put. Um, I'm glad we just talked through that a little bit. I'm putting two units on the under forty point five. I think Denver scores. I think the final score of this game is like twenty four to ten. So I'm 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 going two units on the under forty point five. I don't see how the Giants score. And finally, Monday Night Football, Indianapolis at Tennessee. No line, no total. So, okay, here's the question then, Steve. Th- this is no line, no total. So why would they have line but no total? I understand the parlay thing, but then why is it both off for the Monday Night Football game? I think it's truly a situation where in the Oakwood game, they think the car is going to play, but they're not sure here. it probably is truly 50-50 with Mariota, and we saw as bad as Castle was that well, you could make the same case for Manuel, but we don't think Manuel's going to play this week, that it's a huge difference in the line depending upon whether or not we get Mariota, and it's just too big for the sports books to want to risk it. Yeah, I think that that makes, that makes some sense to me. Because we have not had a best bet, we've got a contingent best bet. I'm going to add a pick. I like your logic, Ross, on Sunday night. Go ahead and put me down with you on the under 40.5 for a unit so we have a best bet Sunday night under. And we'll just root for the Giants, Eli, not to throw a pick six, which could torpedo us. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Terrific stuff as always, Steve. Hopefully you'll have a big bounce back week. Frankly, I'm okay if I just win three units every week. I'll take it. I'll just keep slow and steady, wins the race. Three units, hitting it right down the fairway. Whatever other cliche I can give you, because that means you guys, my peeps, are winning money over at betonline.ag. After you use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit, to earn that 50% welcome bonus, as Steve always says, betonline.ag, it's ideal because they put their odds up first. So you guys get the best odds there. Plus, their live betting stuff, it's awesome. You get a free $25 on your first live in-game bet. That takes things to the next level for those of you who have never tried it, by the way. You should absolutely do that. Uh, they got casinos, so they got everything you need. Don't miss out. On betting the game starting Thursday night, visit betonline.ag. Use the promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. Again, the promo code is EVENMONEY. I should also mention, by the way, those of you that listen to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast or the other shows, you know that that's the key to getting the Madden this week is betonline.ag with the code even money. That's the key. So you do that or Big Feast or whatever. You do that, you get a great chance to win one of the free Maddens because I'm giving a free Madden out to somebody that goes to betonline.ag and signs up with the code even money and then sends me the email ross at rostucker.com. Thanks again for those of you that spread the word via social media. It means a lot. Just like you studs that download multiple times on multiple devices when you're bored or watching TV, iTunes rankings and comments are huge. And I know you the way you guys are. You're like I am. It's like, yeah, I don't feel like it. Please just feel like it once. I mean, just five-star. Boom, five-star. Ross is okay, but Fezzik's the man. Five-star. Boom. Anyway, 
I think that's it. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.